Hello, we are No More Sex is Shit. I'm Beth. I'm Louise. And this is episode 13, where we're talking all about The Wilds season two. Yay. Very exciting. We actually haven't discussed our final thoughts on the season, so whatever comes out in this podcast is very raw. So this will be an interesting... um, yeah an interesting podcast so uh, as always spoiler warning we will be spoiling the whole season so if you have not watched it go away watch it and then come back once you have for this episode guys we're issuing a content warning we will be talking about really dark topics such as teen suicide sexual assaults physical abuse so just want to get that out there before you guys start listening the summary of this is made by Sarah Stryker and we see the Twilight of Adam project and the girls and the lead up to them being rescued in the Twilight of Eve. And we see these two groups run parallel to each other. Yeah. Okay, episode one of this season, this podcast will be going episode by episode instead of character-wise. So see if you like it or not. Basically. Try to keep up. There are a Try lot of characters. <laughs> okay. So Leah tries to convince Fatten of Nora and basically how she was the agent, which we know, but the, the girls obviously don't know. And we first see the boys and their plane crash. We see the aftermath of the plane crash. And they try and look for a hotel, which I think is quite funny. Yeah. And the boys are a bit different. Um, we don't see the plane crash as much, and it does cut a bit more. We don't see them as in-depth as the girls. Which I think kind of works because like Gretchen, it's like Gretchen's viewpoint and she doesn't care about them. But yeah. it's a shame. But she clearly does not. Yeah. yeah. Like she she revels in their um, lack of success. Yeah. Um, we see Rachel's arm amputation post-sharp attack and how this um, cauterize the wound, which looks yeah. sore. Yeah. Um, luckily Dot was there. She seems yeah. nervous. We see Raph in handcuffs after attacking Seth on the boat and Gretchen and the others don't know what happened. So there's like a blind spot from the boys in the island so they have to figure that out. Yeah. And then of course we see some Shoney content Yay! and Martha <laughs> finds out about them and everything's well. They're like, oh, it's nice. It's yeah, it's, it's very happy Shoney content. Yeah, Shoney content. Um. Dot makes the SOS sign showing that she's still thinking about getting rescued. Um, the girls are disappearing with Nora's disappearance and how that's affected Rachel. Because Rachel doesn't only have to like deal with not having an arm, she has to deal with the loss of her sister. Yeah. Um, Martha is the hunter of the group now, catching lots of food, which is a sharp turn, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it does quite jump. I feel like the series does jump, so it does take your head a wee bit to get around it. Especially with the boys. Definitely. The the girls are in such different places than they were in season one. Well, some of them. Yeah. Fatten knows about Shoney and talks to Martha about it, but she's like, yeah, I've known for weeks. It's the, fact, it's the fact she uses the ship name. And I was like, thank you, Sarah Stryker and Amy Harris, for allowing the fandom to make an appearance into the show. <laughs> Leah tries to get to the bottom of Nora. This pushes Rachel and Leah, Leah and her fight and Leah attempts suicide in the first episode. Yeah. Um, we find out about the dead boy 
on the other beach who is Gretchen's son. And yeah. we see that gruesome, which is very quite disgusting and yeah. quite sudden. I have a theory about that, but I'll wait until you okay. about it later. Um, we found out about Raph's girlfriend, Seth's girlfriend, and we see that Leah and Raph meet in the bunker because this season I would say is more focused on the bunker. Yeah. And the first season I think was quite clear. Each episode we went through each of the stories of the girls, mm-hmm. and then on island. This season was pure chaos, <laughs> really. It kind of was. I mean, it was. It <laughs> I'm was. not denying. <laughs> I just haven't heard it described that way, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, this episode, um, I I remember like saying to different people, there's no way they'll start with the girls where we left off. There's no way we'll see yeah. the shark attack um on the first episode. That'll be left until the last episode. And there you go, like already Sarah Stryker and her team and the rest of the writers. They've already like turned their heads. They've already done something unpredictable and put it in the first episode. So they're caught. I mean, they constantly keep us on our toes. And throughout this whole season, I I was guessing what was going to happen next. Like who was going to die? What was happening? And did I get any of it right? No. Apart from Gretchen's son. I guess that. But nothing else. So it just, it shows how good the writing is, I suppose. Yeah, it makes sense. But I was, I, I got confused at the start and then it was like, okay, this person can't die, they're in the bunker. Mm. I was like, wait, but were they in the bunker? Like, I would start to doubt myself at some points. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I think I've seen them. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> yeah, because not all the girls made an appearance in the bunker that um, yeah. first season. So I think that um, drew a lot of questions then for what yeah. To, that we needed answers for in season two and some answers we got and a lot of answers we didn't anyway we'll yes. get on to our overall opinions later so episode two um the boys are on their hunt for some food and we get some of raf's backstory with seth meanwhile on the girls island leah becomes friends i suppose with rachel and they become an allyship uh, after her attempted suicide so Leah chats to Raph for Gretchen, we later find out, um, to find out this missing date to fill in some holes. The girls have shifts on looking after Leah um, and Fatten is very angry at Leah for, I guess, pushing Rachel, but then I think she more feels angry at herself for not seeing how much Leah was struggling, possibly. Um, I don't think it's all aimed at Leah specifically. Um, and Rachel, of course, asks Leah to help her. So Martha is a better hunter than Shelby, which the roles <laughs> have completely reversed since the first season. And Shelby trying to be friendly with Martha and get Martha's trust since Tony's best friend is Martha, ends up offending Martha about... Uh-huh. her um trauma I suppose um I don't think Shelby knows the specifics but uh-huh. Martha is very defensive and uh-huh. doesn't want Shelby to know anything of what of her past essentially apart from Tony and um, because it's too painful for her on the boys island we find out that Seth is spills which is an <laughs> insta and twitter account where they take pictures of spilled foods uh, and have 
fun captions which I feel like accurately describes our generation um but also kind of insults us in the process um but again pretty pretty realistic I feel yeah we find out that Raph is a very clingy person he is very codependent he needs someone constantly and he he finds that in Seth on the island and then back home he has it with his girlfriend as well and I think that becomes a bit too much for her mm-hmm. now moving back to the girls island leisure it, I'm sorry but it's pronounced leisure and every time they said leisure I I, I just <laughs> I couldn't do it they said it like five times and I was like guys it's leisure please call it leisure <laughs> Dot <laughs> finally has a chance to have some me time and she reads a romance novel now I've seen a lot of things online about you know Dot was hardly in the season which is true she didn't have a lot to do this season but and about how reading the book was so pointless but actually I think it's far from pointless Dot this is the first time Dot has had some me time and been able to do leisure because she's not having to look after her dad or anyone else she's able to just live as herself so Uh I thought this this was really significant for for Dot. Rachel and Leah chat about Leah's suicide attempt and Rachel empathizes with Leah you know and um, completely understands where she's coming from and um, Rachel believes she pushed Leah to do it um, and Leah kind of makes it clear that it wasn't Rachel but mm-hmm. and and she wasn't trying to kill herself she she just needed everything to stop um, so I thought that was a really um, authentic scene between the two with really great acting we then see Raph who is um, attacked by some fire ants yeah. <laughs> this was really gross um, yeah. but it was yeah it was pretty cool um, Raph back home has disobeyed his parents um, I think because he doesn't feel significant um, and his parents like his dad kind of says yeah. that to him you know that he's a nobody um, and I think Raph is really trying to get away from that and then they find a bunker with some supplies, which is very handy <laughs> that it exists. Yeah. See, I was thinking about, and at first I was like, I thought maybe the boys would be on the same island at different times, but this is clearly not. Yeah, and um, it kind of makes sense with the whole boat thing, and um, because yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a point in season one where they were like, oh, we can't get the boat out because it's somewhere else or something like that I'm sure there was some kind of reference to that somewhere so later in the episode we get Martha who asks Tony to say nothing to Shelby and yeah kind of just Mm -hmm. tells Tony off for having mentioned anything Rachel and Leah bring back party supplies which they found in the ocean um which are retirement decorations which is very funny do you think Gretchen wanted them to get them I have no idea. It's very, like, it's just random. Like, I can't see Gretchen being like, okay, here we go. Here's some party supplies for your retirement. Like, they didn't have anything important in that box. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And we have some Batten and Leah moments, which are (laughs) very cute. Whether they are... uh, confirmed to be a thing or not I think everyone enjoyed those interactions and Leah confronts Faber uh, with her theory and kind of blindsides him which was very interesting to watch 
And we think Leah is crossing over for the other side, which is not great news. Yeah. She is quite smart and we are grew on me in this season. Like she was smart. I mean she grew on me not in Ireland, but on, in the bunker. But in yeah. Ireland she's like <laughs> she's too much. Yeah, I think they're all too much so. <laughs> I think they're all starting to get problematic a bit, but not problematic, but... Yeah, no, they definitely are. Yeah. Okay. Episode three. The boys struggle with Kurta and there's a near-death experience. (gasps) Indeed. That was scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, And then we kind of get the backlash of that event. So we get the Scotty interview and his backstory and how he looks out for us, him and Bo. And I think it's quite interesting that him and Bo were so close and they're like kind of the two close ones on Ireland before they came. And that obviously parallels with Tony and Martha. Yeah. And then they have also made like the siblings in the island and stuff. But then of course it's different because... Wait, what's also interesting is there's two siblings, right? There is yeah. Nora and Rachel, and there's Henry and Seth, and they're both operatives. So the siblings are both the operatives. That's a, yeah, very yeah. good. I didn't yeah, I didn't make that yeah. connection, but that's so true. I why that's interesting. Mm, very interesting. Um, coming back to that point about yeah. uh, Bo and Scotty, interestingly, uh-huh. in the side notes that Amazon Prime Video has, mm-hmm. uh, I was looking at them the other day and they said that they became friends, I think, in elementary school. Uh-huh. I, can't, I can't really remember how the American school system works, but um, and it happened because someone was throwing like erasers like rubbers yeah. at Scotty and then Bo stands in front to block Aww. them and that's how they became friends which is really innocent and I kind of love it yeah we find out about the backstory about how one of them lived in a house and then one of them was like this isn't what happens and we try to see them flipping t-shirts and that doesn't work out as well yeah and we, see, we, see, we see the struggles of them and how they both struggle together and they both look out for each other. Mm-hmm. And we see about both views of dad and how Scotty supported supportive of him. And this kind of runs with the fact that they're trying to stick out for each other. They want to try and take food. So they, they're really just a t- close knit. Mm-hmm. And they've started to faction off very quickly. Yeah. In this episode. Um, Shelby is very also edgy on the girls' island. Because she nearly lost Tony, so she is very scared. So she keeps trying to follow her, which I get, like she's scared. Yeah, I think it kind of took her back to losing Becca. Um, and I think she's scared that she'll lose Tony like she lost Becca. And so she's just doing everything she can to prevent, like she doesn't want Tony out of her sight, essentially. Quickly drawing it back to when the tree does actually fall and nearly smushes Tony. Yeah. The bed debate. Do you make your bed every day or do you not make it at all? Or are you like Leah and you make it sometimes and then not other times? Me. Yeah, you. I have to make it. You make it every morning. But even if I haven't made it and it's like nine o'clock at night and I haven't made it by then, I can't get into bed. I have to make it before (laughs) I get into bed again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
so you're opposite no I'm like Leah yeah <laughs> I make really? it some days and then the other days like look at my bed just now like <laughs> it's not it's not yeah I make it some days <laughs> I, I sometimes I feel like it and then other days I don't which is clearly apparently it's psychotic behavior <laughs> psychopathic I think is the word fat and used um so I'm not not great um so uh, Fatten in this episode starts becoming mum in the group and she makes an, appro- an inappropriate joke to Martha and Martha yeah. is very, very fragile at this, at this point. Yeah. I think having the goat scene in the previous season, that has been a serious turning point for Martha and yeah. she, like any kind of mention of this subject has kind of got her um, thinking really serious about it um, and I think that drives her to what later happens yeah. in the season um, and then Fatten broaches the, the sex talk with Martha and yeah. you know apologising if anything um, if sex was a bad experience for her um, and I think the way that it was talked about I think it was a really gentle and um, yeah I think Fatten um, mentioned it talked about it really well yeah, they, they do treat Martha like a kid. Something. Yeah. Yeah, but you can see that she kind of, she's like the kids in the group, but not that into mum. I feel like Dot was the mum in season one. Yeah. Oh, Dot was like the dad. Dad, yeah, Dot was the Which dad and then like Fatten's the mum. opposite of like what this whole series is about because we should choose a mum, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Karen has that infection and... Seth and Henry... Yes. <laughs> they fight. Um and it's a I'm really sorry. big fight. They um Seth and Henry, uh they have a debate, I think, because uh, yeah. Seth has these mummy issues. <laughs> yeah. Um and Henry brings up, you know, something about uh him calling his mum mum or whatever and yeah. uh Seth snaps. Yes, this is one of the Seth snaps. Yeah, and he he pushes. Well, he lifts Henry up yeah. and plunges him into the sea, um, and starts drowning him. And you think, oh yeah. my gosh, is is Henry gonna die? Um, and of course, thankfully, he doesn't. And then they have a bonding moment afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people say about Gretchen put Seth in the island. She knew how violent he was. Mm-hmm. Like, she just wanted them to fail. Um, we see that there's the jaguar. Yeah which there was not a jaguar on the girls' island. No, and this like, is actually brought up by yeah. Gretchen's workers. Tom um, oh, yeah. and Thingy, they talk about it and yeah. um, saying that Tom Tom was defending Gretchen and saying, no, they're the exact same scenarios. They've made sure that there's possible risks on both islands. But we didn't have a jaguar in season one with the girls. Shark, maybe? Yeah, it could be. But and then not- I guess... We had, did we not have like howling or something on the girls' island in season one as well? I think there's a snake. There was a snake. Okay, so maybe there were, yeah. Well, the goat's pretty harmless, but yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're kind of similar. But it's definitely been weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So the boys moved to the ledge uh, to get away from the jaguar. Um and Bo um Bo's conscience is very strong and yeah uh, Scotty is very keen to kind of just be him and Bo and to look out for themselves and not really care about the other boys but Bo is very set in his way and wants to wants to help 
uh, everyone. Uh, we have the scene where uh, Bo uh, finds the t-shirts that have been flooded, which lands him in a bind with his dad, and we see him cycling home with a, a bruise in his cheek, which we assume his dad has, has given him. We don't and see his dad. Well. No, we never see so his that's dad. Like, gives it the extra scariness, or yeah, just the fact that like a hidden force. Yeah, when we see like the door, definitely the That also gives us that impression that it's more scary for him, and the fact that his friends are so, like he's so understanding. He's like not messing about, and he's like trying to like rub off the stain. He's like he knows and he helps. Yeah, and I think that's made him closer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we get some more Shoni content. <laughs> uh, I assume this is where uh, Tony convinces Shelby that she's okay and that nothing bad's going to happen. We also get some of the boys bonding, but some of it edges on homophobia with Ivan, and Ivan outs Kieran's antibiotics and having stolen them yeah. and what they were stolen for. Yeah. Ivan is very, I would say, woke in the nicest yeah. way. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like, very outspoken. He'll kind yeah. of just speak his mind whether it hurts someone or not. Yeah, which is good in like every day, but I feel like on the island, they've got bigger problems. Yeah. Like, they can kind of get over. I think that's the biggest thing in this episode is when they started to get to know each other and the problems that in normal society are starting to come into their society and that's yeah. what they're dealing with them and it's struggling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We have Rachel and Leah's song. <laughs> um, so cute. It was so cute. This is a great scene uh, with the two of them and I literally forgot Fatten played the cello and she was like, oh, that was so flat and I was like, hmm. And then yeah. I was like, oh, wait, no, she does know what she's talking about because she plays the cello. Like, she's a child prodigy. Yeah. Uh, she so, looked a bit flat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was good. I enjoyed that scene a lot. They're keeping busy so they can not think about it because they both have got things in their mind that they don't want to think about. There's a meme that I saw that I, I love it so much. And it's like, I'm just going to keep myself busy so I don't have to feel anything. And that's yeah. definitely Rachel and Lee on this in this episode. And they're what a duo they are together. They are so funny. I feel they are great. They see more dynamics. Like they've started to branch away, and there's people that weren't talking have like integrated, and they're kind of just all looking out for each other. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, we see Bone Scotty smashed up, lots of rage, and they all kill the jaguar in the bunker with the catcher. Quite a good, quite a good plan. Yeah, I mean, I done the bunker though. No, because I know I would have wanted to use that. That's a point that Solid people... place. Yeah, exactly. Like, they could have stayed in that. Yeah, exactly. That was my thoughts as well. And Shelby sees a boat. Oh, yeah, that bit. And yeah. she doesn't call it for help. <gasps> she would have struggled mm-hmm. to get it in time, but that guilt is with her the whole season. Yeah. So let's move on to the next episode. I wonder if that boat is part of it. That is the question. Was that... Mm. Is that the boys' boat? Oh, <laughs> yes. This so, episode. next episode, episode four. Um, the boys attack the beast and kill the beast, 
and it's Dot's Beady on the Girls Island and Rachel is very sad. <laughs> so yes. we have some of Dot's birthday celebrations. Um, so that's nice. Yes. Because she's the one that's like looking after them all and she's like the mum of the group at the last season so nice. And Definitely. At least they get the party surprise. Yeah, it's very cool. I saw that out of context. Like, I saw a picture of them with party surprise on, like, Twitter, and I was like, what? Yeah. Leah is back in the bunker, and she is tempted to have contact with Jeff. Or is she? That is the question. Um, by Faber and Gretchen uh, to get intel from the boys' island. They kind of tempt her with this information about Jeff and contacting him. But... I still raise the question now, having watched it, it, was she really tempted or was it all part no. of her plan? So the boys come up with a plan to kill the jaguar mm-hmm. and Shelby, yes, Shelby is very obsessed with going big with the party. This makes me yeah. wonder, does she feel really guilty about not having Dot's birthday back home in yeah. Texas? Yeah, I think she's very what she's like. Oh wait, I've like she. I feel like she thinks she's responsible for everything that happened after that point. Yeah, she's not the one who called the book. Definitely, Karen and Seth reach an understanding. Kind yeah. of, it's a bit of a strange conversation. Um, and Josh and Raf kind of get on, but Josh. There's a couple of things that are a bit problematic, a bit racist yeah. uh, throughout the season. Um, he's yeah. he's trying not to be, but in his effort not to be, he's being racist. So, yeah, not yeah. not not great. And Leah feels guilty. Yeah, I just can't remember what for. Just in, just general. Feels in general. And I think she feels guilty about Rachel and talking about Rachel, and but she. I think she's starting to doubt herself now because she was blaming Nona and obviously Rachel's dealing with the loss of Nona. So that's a, quite a big thing because even when later in the season when Shelby and Fatten find stuff out, they don't want to like damage um, Nona's image, even mm. though, yeah. Yeah. Scotty and Ivan have a fight. Um, Scotty says some things uh, that are homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um and Ivan didn't really expect that from Scotty. So there's a bit of a kind of struggle between yeah. the two of them uh in this episode. Then we get Leah's excuses <laughs> to Dot yeah. of why Dot can't come back to camp. Um I find it so funny that she can't spell diarrhea. I mean, neither can I. Um <laughs> But it was just, yeah, it was just very funny. And then she says, it, it just keeps coming out. Like, yeah, I really, I relate to Leah. The party was very cute. And I just felt really bad for Rachel because she's still very much grieving. And it's just a reminder that her sister will never yes. have a birthday again, to her knowledge. To her knowledge, yeah. The boys take out the animal. Yep, very lads, lads, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they have a very lads, lads, lads celebration. <laughs> and Ivan and Scotty make up, which is, yeah, it's cool. And they make a Marvel reference, and I, I loved it so much. Yes, there's so many references in this. 
It's great. Yeah. It feels like a superhero episode. I think, yeah, it does. One of my favourite episodes, my references of all time. When Henry was getting interviewed about the day that they won't talk about, he started off with, when I was a young boy, and they get really interested, my father took me into a city <laughs> to see a marching band. And they started interviewing that. And then he started singing my Kimball Romance song. And Gretchen's actually thought that this is like a big revealing backstory and he, they start singing it and it fades into the actual music when it pans over them and it goes to Shoney and I just love that. That was like a famous thing of all time. So he starts he starts going for it, he's like fully singing. Yeah. Henry is such a strange character, but I loved his energy when he got like that. I feel like he's unproblematic. Yeah. Kinda. Well probably well, out of the group. Of the definitely. Group. Yeah. So the boys take out the animal and then Ivan and Scotty make up. Um, Seth is pantsed, uh, which thankfully I don't think it's a thing here in the UK. Um, And he's very embarrassed uh, by this and gets triggered uh, by this. And it leads to him sexually assaulting Josh, um, which was very difficult to watch. Um, And... Josh was just trying to help Seth feel less embarrassed, um, but something snapped in Seth like earlier, um, and it took it took this form. Back on the girls' island, Shelby confesses about Becca to Rachel to kind of talk to Rachel about, you know, grief um, and that kind of thing, and she helps Rachel find Jesus and God. Which not was no, it was it was a, a very big turn. Um, I, I was Rachel's gonna turn from she's like I'm an extreme athlete. I need to like dedicate this. She's gonna do like, a dedication. Yeah, I feel like she's gonna become like a church goer or some something. I feel like she'll just get really obsessive with it. Anyway, um, Leah tells Raph that they're listening, and that kind of it, it busted uh, Gretchen's plan and everything now whether this was in this was the intention she had going in that day or not it's unclear to the audience but it it does it does raise the question it does raise the question yes I don't know if she was actually wanting to like how far was she manipulating them that is a question we do not know but what I find interesting is I think it's start. We see that Raph is shown to be the kind, caring one. It's like, how did you fall so far? And then I thought that was how he was going to go really, really deep. He kind of did, but not as far as Seth. Exactly. Definitely. Episode five is the post-assault and Nora's funerals and Fasten's discovery. This is quite a heavy episode. Definitely. Heavy. Josh and shot. And we find out that Seth is the operative, which makes it worse. And just because he has such a power dynamic and he's gaslighting mm-hmm. Josh to the people. He's saying that he was drunk and he was victim blaming and he was going very, very extreme. Yeah. Um, the boys are building a bond faster than the girls, which is an interesting. And I feel like it's a direct contradiction to what Gretchen wanted. But yeah, we find out the evils are actually creeping in. Yeah, so I think the boys, the boys are more extreme. I think basically, 
Leah pushes young because he, she, she's pushing him and he's saying that he should never help her, that he, what he did was stupid, basically saying you had a knife in your toilet. Yeah. And she didn't because he put the phone in the toilet for her and we don't see who that phone call goes to. Yeah. But that's good. But we can assume who it, who it goes yes. to. Yes. <laughs> Gretchen's still annoyed at the boys. She can't figure out their unknown day. And it's especially because, obviously, her operative, Seth, won't tell her either. And that's really put a nail in the coffin. It's quite interesting that they had two operatives in both islands, but in both islands, the two of the adult operatives were out first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rachel wanted more God, so Shelby says, well, we really only do... Um, Weddings. Wedding, some funerals, and she's like, sorry, and then Rachel wants a funeral. They get to focus on that, and they see nice things, and things. just really saying goodbye to Nora. Yeah. Nora, Nora's watching, that's like really sad. Like, I know, Nora. I know. Can you imagine, like, watching your own funeral? Yeah, and it's a really nice sequence that they shot um, with yeah. putting the belongings into the ground and the flowers and the feather and yeah, just, yeah. yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah, and then, of course, the girls start thinking, wait, they would have had funerals for us. Yeah. Which is sad. And, like, are they ever going to get rescued? Mm. That puts doubt. And then, of course, we get the sad Shelby saying, well, I may as well be dead to my family, which is also really sad. But Fatten gets weird to focus on the big things. She's trying to get her out of her obsessiveness. Yeah. Which is good for her. And Ben folds. Just, yeah, know. we'll we'll come on to Ben Folds when he makes an appearance later. But um, yeah, she starts fantasizing and um, just anything to take her mind off of the dark thoughts that she has, and um, which just happens to be Ben Folds. I can't believe they actually made an appearance. There was the actual Ben Folds, like that's an actual guy. Yeah, I don't know. They must have had good connections to get Ben Folds to come and do this, and I can't believe he actually agreed to do it. <laughs> I know, it's really weird. Very weird. So, Josh has hives um, from the anxiety, I guess, of what had happened the night previous. And they go out looking for water, which Kieran and Josh both find. Yeah. And this is when Josh tells Kieran that he was assaulted. And... To say Kieran wasn't very happy is an understatement. <laughs> yes, um, he was sensitive, I feel like. He was like, we see another side of him that we didn't think. Yeah, it existed exactly. Like, he sticks out for people. Yeah. Like, he helps people. He's protective, and I feel like that stands in the fact that he can protect the coach. And the yeah. coach was the one who protected him. Yeah. And that basically happened. And it's quite interesting that the reason the coach was life was hurt so much was another boy in the island mm-hmm. because the girls even though some of them knew each other they didn't have the most personal enemyship that the boys did furthering the fact that I think that Gretchen was setting them up to fail yeah yeah meanwhile um, on the girls island Dot says mentions Gretchen yes. uh, to the group. Now this stirs up a lot. Um, both Fan and Leah are suspicious, even though Leah is trying very hard to get away. I don't think she can quite um, 
quiet her thoughts at this point. Uh, Fatten, you know, kind of pushes Leah. Um, Leah gets a bit triggered from it. Then Shelby is guilty, feels guilty, just about the whole situation after the boat incident. Um, And she's struggling with her own religion and her own faith, but makes it clear to Tony that the one thing she doesn't fear, the one thing that she's not struggling with is her relationship with Tony and how she feels for Tony. So, yeah, I thought that was quite cool. And uh, eventually she tells Tony about the boat. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. But Tony is this comfort thing. Shelby and she's totally fine with it. And she understands. What I found interesting was one of the notes at the side that said that Gretchen could interview the boys because she wasn't in the welcome video. So I was the guy in the welcome video. Yeah, it was a voiceover, I think. Yeah, while the girls obviously had Gretchen in the welcome video. Yeah. So she, they knew her. And that's further, like, when Leah finds out about see Gretchen, she's like, she knows who she is. Yeah. It's interesting that um, Dot met Gretchen, because I think Seth met Gretchen. Because mm-hmm. I did think that Dot was the operative last season. Imagine she was again, that would be... Yeah, maybe she's the, the extra operative. I think there is another girl's operative, but we shouldn't go into that. We'll go there then. Yeah. Um, Karen's uh, not happy with Seth at all. Um, yeah. Seth uh, touches Josh and Josh yeah. flinches. Uh, Karen then attacks uh, Seth. And while the boys have been away on the hunt for water, Seth has cut off all the mic phone connections so that the people uh, back in the bunker cannot hear what's going on so that he will not be blamed for anything. Where did they hide? So I have a question. So under the benches where they sit, like the bits of wood, there's microphones. Did they just find, did they just put microphones in them just hoping they would drag them into the benches? Who knows? Probably Seth probably placed them there, though, do you not think? I feel like Seth would have then know where the mics were and then he could set it all up, maybe. Yeah. Um, Fatten finds the numbers on Nora's drawings and Tudy and starts piecing together some information. And she actually goes as far as digging up Nora's grave, essentially, Uh to find the numbers and to put together whatever this is that she's finding. What was that? Do you know? I thought maybe a telephone number. But That's what I thought. Yes, it's interesting. Yes. Martha. Well, maybe it was. Maybe sure. it was. Because maybe it was Ian's. Who knows? Could be. Could be. Mom. Martha comforts Rachel um, while Rachel's kind of grieving again. And Nora's watching from afar. We see Nora. She's there. She exists. Um, and you can see how torn she is for having left her sister. And it does make me wonder, you know, how on earth are these two going to reunite? I know. Like, Rachel has gone through all the stages of grief and then, then is going to have to discover that she's alive. So, but bit interesting there. And then, of course, we get the, it's time to Nora. It's uh-huh. time for what? What is she doing? Where is she going? We don't know. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe we'll find her in the third island. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. I need more co- Nora content. So, episode six. Uh, the boys 
are having a quandary about how much mercy they should show Seth uh, after Seth has been kicked out of the a group. Uh, we also get some of Ivan's backstory and Leah's mind is playing tricks on her and Martha's past starts to really haunt her. So we see at the start of this episode, Gretchen is having a breakdown. <laughs> She's just it's not in the mood. Uh, very relatable, the way she has the blanket around her head. Yep. They won't open up and I feel like this is like the whole society of the boys can't open up as much because it's not expected to open up and that's working against her just like she's trying to prove society is bad and society is beating her. Yeah. Uh, Leah starts seeing a piano uh, which raises some questions and I had seen that Amy Stryker had posted a photo of her with a grand piano uh, on set in a jungle and I was like is this promo or what is this? I have so many questions. And then, of course, it's actually in the TV show. Um, Rachel has found God now. Um, Leah's becoming more and more paranoid. And then they both find the hot spring, which brings some a change of scenery for the girls. Yes. Um, we see that Shelby gives her cross to Rachel, which is a big step. Yeah. Tony asks her. And, of course, Shelby professes her love to Tony. Yes, but nice Tony does not sit back immediately and it's, no. yeah, it leads to some uh, anger. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the boys have been getting really cold this day. Um, Seth, of course, has the lighter. So the, the rest of the boys go and kind of beat him up and steal it from him and just are not very nice to him. And then we see uh, Ivan's backstory and Ivan does that wants to share the world, uh, wants to share with the world like everything about himself, where yeah. is his boyfriend likes his privacy and kind of wants to keep the relationship to themselves and have those intimate moments. Um, Ivan doesn't really care. Um, then we see Kieran's video, which was great yeah. fun. I thought it was really well shot. Um, it I was could, well shot. It I could see it. Like, do you remember our high school videos that we had with like the sixth years that did stuff like that? I yeah. thought it was pretty realistic. Um, and then Ivan, uh, to get some dirt on Kieran's coach, um, finds a photo where his coach has painted blackface on himself, um, yeah. which is, of course is very problematic and Ivan goes as far to share this with the the world and then of course that leads to the coach getting fired or suspended indefinitely back on the girls island Dot has a spot mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we it's just a bit of light humour um, within the kind of series uh, we see Tony lose her temper like she like she hasn't done this the whole way through the season so far and then this is the first time she loses her temper like in season one and Fatten pushes Leah uh, with her questions mm-hmm. about Nora and Leah uh, it pushes Leah to spiral again. Raph defends uh, Seth on the on the boys island and Josh is not happy and is trying to reclaim whatever he can uh, when he catches fire, which did not, it did not look good. But in my head, I went, stop, drop and roll, stop, drop and roll. Like, how do people not know this? Like, I think um, Josh has been caught up in the whole jock. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think because he's had this allyship with uh, Kieran, it's kind of 
yeah, he's he's one of the popular guys now. Uh-huh. Um, and it it doesn't it doesn't bode well. Uh, Raf gives some supplies to Seth, um, because he thinks he needs they need to show Seth some mercy. You know, Seth is just as stranded as they are. He doesn't need to like we're all suffering. We should all suffer at least equally. Um, and the boys end up kicking Raf out of the group too. Martha talks to Tony about what had happened with Shelby um, and there's a really intimate talk between the two of them where Tony says that she just doesn't feel like she's worth anything um, and Martha explains that she feels that way too and that she's not alone and that like you are worth something and so Tony tells Shelby that she loves her and it's a very cute moment. Ivan pushes Kieran back uh, in the real world, his backstory, uh, to say things he doesn't necessarily mean. Uh, Ivan essentially kicks, uh, is that a horse when they're down? A dog when they're down? Yeah, he's shouting at him and he's been really mean. Yeah, um, and pushes Kieran to say something that he, he doesn't necessarily mean. And that leads to Ivan's boyfriend breaking up with him um, and just kind of showing that I know you were trying to do something good, but the way you went about it was not, it wasn't good. Then we have a real turning point for the girls. Martha sees that the um, the food that she's caught, um, she's managed to injure a uh-huh. rabbit, I think. And she goes and she sees it and she sees that it's a mum and she sees all the baby rabbits, you know, feeding off um, the dead mum and that breaks Martha Martha well and truly um, and tries to hurt herself and runs away from the group and then we get another look at the boys island and we see Ivan um, comforting Henry um, because Henry yeah. although he doesn't like Seth is, is struggling with you know not showing any mercy to Seth and then Ivan ends up helping Seth and, and Raph and brings fire um, or eventually gets there we see Leah who sees Ben Folds for the first time. Um, and Ben Folds plays Ghost in You, um, which is Leah and Jess' uh-huh. song. And then she's eventually woken up from this kind of delusion and she finds Martha with a knife in hand where she's killed all the babies and Martha is gone. That was dark. I... I knew I knew from the promo photos and things Martha was not right. I yeah. I said I said to all my friends I said that something's not right with Martha. Like this is not like I do not feel good about Martha. Like all that promo and stuff. I was like, no, this is not good. Of course, in the next episodes, she goes catatonic. She doesn't yeah. speak. She doesn't move, and she ends up her bed sore. So they decide to go to the hot spring. And Leah goes further and further into madness. Um, the boys, they have a truth and Seth's story is revealed. Four days after Tony's been kept from Martha all alone, because she feels deeply responsible for her. Shelby offers to help, they all have to help, Rachel offers to help, but Tony doesn't want it initially because she feels so guilty. But they eventually suggest a hot spring. And but because they won't leave it on their own. Seth's therapy for Gretchen, Gretchen, which was interesting because obviously mm. he has quite a deep connection with Gretchen, finds a lot of issues with mum, 
and we see that Seb offers fish to the group of boys to so they don't starve, which is a piece of thing. Yeah, an olive branch, isn't it? Piece of offerings after doing these quite violent things. Yeah, which is very interesting. Um, Seb fancies his friend. Um, she comes drunk. She's vulnerable, and he gets with her. And then we see that, and we start to see his obsession and his obsessive personality and how he hurts himself and others. Yeah. Um, the girls travel the river to try and get the hot spring. They drop Martha. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's not funny. <laughs> and they can't find her. And then Doc goes under, and they all go under. But they eventually get her out, and everybody's fit. Yeah, it was... Um, this section, I did kind of wonder, why didn't they take her off the raft? And just kind of carry her through the water instead of having the raft to worry about as well, because then obviously the raft over, uh, overturns as well in the river. So I did wonder there must have been a better way of doing that. Yeah, um, but they got to a side fine, so that was good. Yep. Um, Josh bullies Bo, and his mom likes Seth more, which is like a big thing. And the other boys join Seth and say, let's go reclaim the camp for the both of us. But they um, revenge of the misfits, like that kind of uprising. And they don't say it's a coup, but I feel like they were in a position that they could. Yeah. And it's Raph who suggests it. Yeah. He's not like, let's not build a shelter, let's go get the shelter from them. Mm-hmm. Um, Martha's in the springs and doesn't really help her at the start. And the way sees one of Ben Folds, she has a whole costume change, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, love that. To her night when she was with uh, Jeff, yeah. that's the dress she wore when she went to Jeff's hotel. And we have that whole conversation with her and Ben Folds. And Ben Folds is part of her imagination and telling her not to go back to the group, but she wants to go back to the group. And she has all these contradicting thoughts. Yeah, and we see Tony and Shelby wake up. And, uh, because Tony blames Shelby for Martha's uh, well-being. Um, Tony believes that, you know, if that boat had come, of course, Martha wouldn't have been catatonic and all the rest of it. So Shelby, uh, Tony, sorry, really can't get past Shelby's mistake. And they've cut the hair. She cuts her hair. Which is interesting, and I hear obviously even shorter in the bunker. So something yeah. else is going to happen, unless they obviously she just decides to shave her in the bunker. But I don't see her doing that. I think a lot from what I've seen in press interviews and things, so much of Shelby's hair represents the pageant um, yeah. and how perfect she is to keep herself. So I think this is her really becoming herself and not not needing to look pretty all the time and not needing to be perfect. So it's all good in the boys' camp because they're actually getting along for once. But then we find out about the cat and Seth's abuse for his girlfriend, like girlfriend. He is kicked out again. And he calls to get a boat. Yep, to get extracted. Extracted. But then he punches the guy. He I does. don't know. That was a weird power play. Yeah, I hadn't I had no I like I didn't understand it, but looking back and I understand it, you know, he he wanted to get the boys' trust again. Yes, um, Gretchen enters Josh's room, finds out about something, and then we see Gretchen's son, Ian, and his involvement in the whole thing, which is dramatic. He seems to play on both sides. Yeah, I like that Ian was brought back for this season, 
um, from the previous season, you know, helping Leah. And that does make me wonder if Leah was the one, if Ian was the one that Leah got in touch with um, to, to help her. She was. I think at the end, that's one she first. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Episode eight, the last episode. So uh, it focuses on the boys' um, boat trip um, and then making that. Um, decision who's going on it and we see the girls lead up to the rescue on their final day um, as well as Shelby and Fatten uncovering um, some truths. So it starts with Shelby um, in a bar singing to Tony um, and it has a lot of parallels to the Matrix scene. Louise uh-huh. would you like to talk a little bit more about that? Yes um, Shelby has the red and the blue and initially I thought, wait, this is the last episode. Are they doing like that? And in the future <laughs> type thing. But they were not. It was a dream. And great. Um, Shelby is red or blue pill, which is interesting. And I further think that is to do with her. Is she going to be the operative or not? Because like with the red pill, blue pill, I think it means Gretchen is not controlling her life and she has this option. So we'll see that. Rachel sings to Martha, offers to help, and Leah doesn't want to leave. Which... She's still on that rock. She is. It's it's normally like a metaphorical rock. She's on a physical rock. Yeah, on her own. I was worried she was going to drown. To be honest, it was not. It wasn't great, and I was surprised she had like she wasn't scared of that shark coming back and eating her. <laughs> I know. So Fran and Shelby hunt for the map from Nora, and they find the microphone. But not after Shelby got a sore foot. <laughs> and after this, they find out and they try to scheme to try get off the island because of Shelby's guilt and patterns. She's getting obsessed over that. And they use the skills wisely. Like Shelby finds out about the, the hole and stuff. So that's good. Um, and then we get the helicopter that rescues the girls. Yeah. When they weren't expecting it, of course. And we see Martha in the last moments before when they all scream that Martha moves her hand, so it's not all over for her yet. Yeah, that was very, very cute. And we see the frisbee scene after Seth is away. I love it. It's so lovely. I love that scene so much. It was Which so wholesome. suggests that without Seth, the boys is actually okay. Yeah. Which further suggests Gretchen's put this to our trailer. Um, Seth pushes Kieran off the boat, which was dramatic and that's not time and he says to Raph to beat Seth and leave him for dead or to keep keep for dead but Raph actually beats Seth up which was quite dramatic yeah they find the invitation Leah knows that was so dramatic in the bunker and she's like I want a um, a cocktail yeah daiquiri shopping daiquiri yeah of course and we see that she's in control and we even see she's given a strawberry daiquiri by one of the psychologists which is like is he in it mm. that was interesting I don't know why he had that to be honest because no he's idea. not involved no. but um, we see oh we was like haha this is my Ocean's Eleven Ocean's Eight moment when I yeah. the tables and I'm like yes 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 it was her uh, Daphne Kluger moment yeah, go queen go everything's yep. gone and then we see it into a disco and we're like what 80 yep. times and yeah. then, of course, we see it, we meet the boys, and Leah and Raph have got this connection, so they trust each other. We go outside, saying there's a new control group, and they're on the other island with Seth as the controller. 
Yeah. Boom, micro drop, end of series. (laughs) Absolutely mayhem. Gretchen has the upper hand. How she's managed to do that, I do not understand. And it's revealed that there's another operative inside the group, but we don't know who it is. The camera pans to Shelby. She's the first person that's seen after this is revealed. So I feel like it's too easy for it to be Shelby, but we'll get onto theories afterwards. So reviews. It scored... 83% 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yay! Tomatoes. <laughs> um, 83%. So pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I can't... I, let me just check what uh, season one got, actually. Season one got 92%. So it has decreased. Um, but it's 80, 83% is still pretty strong for Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So here's a quote from Paste Magazine. The Wilds is the kind of show that makes you think magic is real. Or if not magic, then at least magicians... Yeah, I mean, let's get into our opinions and our theories. I really enjoyed this season and there's been a lot of controversy about this season and a lot of people that I've spoken to have been kind of disappointed. I loved it and I think that the writing was superb and that I should have trusted the writers more and I felt really confident in the story and um, the character development. In some ways, I was disappointed, I guess, we didn't have answers, but I trust that we'll get them over the next season if there is one. What about you, Louise? What did you think of this season? I liked it. It was more confusing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but harder to follow. It did jump quite a lot. We had to like it relied quite a lot on a memory of the first season. And it was interesting the way they did it, not the way I thought they would. They focused on the boys at different times and the girls, which was different. But no, no, it was pretty good. And I'm excited to see what happens next season. Yeah. Do you have any theories for the next season so shelby is the operative possibly but she's getting blackmailed or something or possibly dot dot's still suspicious of tools um gretchen's definitely putting stuff in favor and i think the phase three of them trying to put the boys and the girls together will be interesting yeah for sure yes see people were talking about people shipping the boys and the girls together (laughs) and i was so confused this was before I finished it, and I was like, wait, they're on different islands, guys. <laughs> and then I realised, so there is that potential. It could turn into an island, to be honest. The wild yeah. season three. <laughs> it's a mashup between Survivor and Love Island. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think uh, there's loads of good theories, accounts out there, guys. Um, for those of you listening, um, Danny's at, uh, what's her wild account? Uh, Danny in the Wilds. Um, and there's also the wild theories, which is great. And actually bringing up this one uh, of Shelby being the operative, especially with that Matrix parallel, I think one of them um, is kind of following ignorance and not knowing about the plan. And then the other one is like choosing to know what the, like what Gretchen is doing. So I think it's that decision that Shelby has, whether she will remain ignorant or if she's in on the plan as well. So it's very interesting. Uh, My theory that I picked up on uh, stems back to the first episode where we see Gretchen's son's body. Now, how have they got a body that is not actually him? So I was thinking about this and I was like, is it maybe prosthetics or like some sort of uh, special effects stuff? But surely they would know when they lifted the body and put him out to see that it wasn't a body so this made me wonder did they use an actual body 
did they use Gretchen's son? Well, no, because his face was pretty torn and he would still have a pulse, which led me to believe it could, in fact, be Quinn's body. Now, this may be reaching, but remember Nora's boyfriend, Quinn, and actually Gretchen's son actually murdered Quinn. I wouldn't put it past Gretchen to have dug up Quinn's body for this and then, like, got rid of his face because we didn't see his face at all. Wow. So just putting that out there. Wouldn't they just use a random body then? Yeah, they could. I don't know. Maybe they were destroying some kind of evidence. I don't know. Um, Just thought I'd put that out there. Interesting. Um, and I think just that's pretty much all. Oh, there's another theory about Martha um, possibly being the operative, because if you think about it, I think this came from Danny. Uh-huh. Um, she somehow just magically got better. So unless Gretchen told Martha and blackmailed her, like, I can't see Martha coming out of that catatonic state for anything unless she absolutely had to. So could Martha be the operative so that this information doesn't get leaked? What information? Uh, the information like that Agent Young collected on her in season one about the, um, she, oh, what's it called in court? Uh, when you um, lie on court. Perjured. perjured. Yeah, she yeah. perjured herself. Uh, interesting. So, yeah. So... Person of the day is Sophia Ali, who plays Button. Um, she started, she was in Grey's Anatomy for a while, which Beth loves Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I um, wouldn't say I love it, it's a good show. Well, okay. it was a good show. <laughs> um, she's a writer as well, and she's written a short film. Very cool. Um, but unlike Fatten, she is an outdoorsy person. Yeah. It makes her perfect for the wilds. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that's a lot of outdoor, outdoor coming. Yeah. Um, she appeared in a Drake Bell music video and she's in support of Black Lives Matter and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Kamala yeah. Harris. Yeah. Um, yeah, good person. Um, one of the one of the girls, of course. Yeah. And but she's she came into her own in this season in terms of a character. Definitely. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. all we have time for today. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening and next time we'll be chatting about Fleabag keep an eye on our podcast page or wherever you get your podcasts um, and keep an eye out for that thank you so much for listening guys bye bye